Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole, you spicy so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Vanity Loses. Am I the asshole for denying all of my children college friends from my parents because they won't start one for my stepdaughter? I married my wife eight years ago, and at the time we both had a child from a previous situation. We made a pact together that we would adopt each other's children and love them as though they were our own. We had two more biological kids together. I won't go into details, but stepdaughter is the product of something not so pleasant that caused her mum to be estranged, so my side of the family is the only normal family that my stepdaughter has ever had. My sisters are super supportive and love their niece and make sure to include her in anything that involves my biological kids. However, my dad has been toxic and even told me that I don't need to marry a woman that had a child already even when I already had a child. On top of that, he once secretly DNA tested my older son and let me know about it after the fact that I was in the clear. Well, I have explained to him that stepdaughter was my daughter in all ways except biology, but my dad has constantly pushed against this by buying my biological kids nicer presents, not sending gifts on her birthday, etc. At this point, my stepdaughter is very well aware of my parents' attitude towards her and I have apologized often and tried to make it up to her. I thought my parents finally got it because they'd stopped being exclusive of her. But just this last week, they did it again, but worse. They got everyone together in our family on Zoom and my dad announced that he and mum had come into some money and they would be starting a college fund that would pay for more than just tuition for all of their grandkids. I was shocked at first because my sisters have a lot of kids between the two of them and I had four of my own. After the excitement wore off for a few minutes, I came to my senses and asked my dad if he's sure he means all of his grandkids, and he assured me that he did. Well, I go to the bank with him just to sign a few documents for the accounts to be set up, and I see sure as ever that my stepdaughter has no paperwork for her account. My dad shrugged and said it was his money and he wanted to help his grandkids. I end up tearing up the paperwork and telling him we didn't need any of his money. I am home now and I realize that I may have made a mistake as I might have deprived my three kids a head start in life for the sake of making things fair for their sister. I also realize that my wife and I could have just put money away for stepdaughter to match the other kids accounts as best as possible. But now I'm too angry and proud to go back to ask my dad for the money. Am I the asshole here? Now in this one, I find it hard to call OP the arsehole because I don't blame them where they're coming from. OP's dad is clearly being the arsehole in this situation. 
And it's just so incredibly sad. I tried to put myself, obviously you can never truly do it, but put yourself in stepdaughter's shoes and how she must be feeling, you know, excluded from the family like that. It just must be so bloody heartbreaking. I, I just don't understand how dad of OP can't have any empathy towards her and how she's feeling. How can you not? I just don't get it. But I think OP said it himself towards the end there that he could be putting the college fund away for stepdaughter and having his three other children already dealt with. And I'm not saying that OP's dad is in the right in any way because sure, they're, they're huge assholes in this situation. But he could be getting all of his kids a college fund instead of none of them now. So I think if you do want to give your children this head start in life, you will just swallow your pride just for this maybe. And I know dad isn't obligated to spend his money on anyone he doesn't choose, but you know, it's just shitty, isn't it? It's just horrible behavior to do that, to exclude to exclude stepchild out of this. So yeah. So in the end, I am going to go for a not the arsehole because you're not the arsehole in this situation. It's all your father's doing. But if you do want your children to have those college funds, I'd take your own advice if I was you. But Critical Success 520 says everyone sucks here because you are fucking over your biological kids. Hell, if he was paying for the college funds, you can put money towards the stepdaughter and she would have a good college fund. Bio kids get college fund from him, you college fund for stepkid. Everyone has a college fund in the end. Now you've got zero college funds, everyone is screwed now. Free money is free money. College is so expensive. And Biggest Nerd here says, This is really difficult one to call, but I'm going to have to say you're the arsehole. It's his estate. He can divide it and distribute it as he pleases. You could have allowed them to have that money and then just focused your own efforts on your stepdaughter. If your kids now have to take a student loans because you did this, then you have done a real disservice to your family. And Still the Sun Rises says, I mean, if he gives a college fund to your other kids, wouldn't that free up money to pay for stepchild? You don't even need to tell her about this so it doesn't hurt her feelings. And one more from Baz the Baptist saying, not the arsehole, clearly your dad is, but you have deprived your other children, so I think it was possible just matching your other daughter yourselves would have been a better solution. I wouldn't associate with your parents anymore anyway. Not only did he do this, but he also assured you that it was for all the grandkids, knowing exactly what you meant. So he was obviously getting some kind of jollies on not telling you and seeing your reaction when you see. Sick. Now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation? Would you take the money? Would you not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from Queen Toxic. Am I the arsehole for telling my mother-in-law I'm not having kids even though I still plan on it? My boyfriend, 26 male, and I, 24 female, have been dated for two and a half years and recently moved in with his mum due to financial problems with a pandemic. It's been less than a year of us with her and we're moving out at the beginning of May. Sunday morning, I was catching up on sleep since I don't sleep very well during the week. My mother-in-law was up slamming cabinets and slamming doors at 9am and my boyfriend asked if she could be quieter since I don't get much sleep during the week and use the weekend to catch up on it. She then went off about how she doesn't see how him and I could ever be parents because I sleep in. I sleep in till 10.30 on the weekends because I get maybe four hours of sleep a night during the week and that she's worried about us ever having kids. This isn't the first time she's criticized my parenting. She's also made it very clear she's worried I'm going to be putting chicken nuggets in a baby food maker and feed that to my kids because I like to get McDonald's once every week or two. I wish I was over exaggerating on that, but those were exact words. Keep in mind, him and I work full-time jobs right now and I don't own our house and we don't plan on having a family until we buy our own house and get married, which we've told her plenty of times before. I was thinking of telling her that my boyfriend and I are just never going to have children since we're so incompetent even though we originally planned on it years from now. 
She has an older son who at this point is never going to have kids and a strange daughter. That leaves her son to be the only one who will give her the grandkids she's wanted. I'd figure telling her we're not having kids would at least get her to stop complaining about my parenting ability when she has no idea how I'd actually parent. Am I the arsehole? Edit. A lot of people have been asking. Yes, we pay her rent. Yes, we cook and clean as well as run errands for her when she needs it. We also buy our own groceries. The next place we are moving into, we are also paying rent. She doesn't normally slam cabinets and doors at 9am, so maybe she was just in an awful mood that day. She had offered us lower rent than the marketplace because my SO had just lost his job and was starting a new company himself. Him and I both work full time. You know, I could see this one go into an everyone sucks here simply because, you know, in some cases it's just better not to argue, especially when you don't need to. And it sounds like you actually don't need to add fuel to the fire in this situation. So you could go for an everyone sucks here, but I'm just going to go with a not the asshole in this situation because I can imagine you getting to the end of your tether and just snapping and saying that kind of thing. I probably wouldn't go down the route of actually saying it, but I can actually picture you wanting to say it, if that makes sense. But at the same time, you would be creeping back into everyone sucks territory because you're expecting someone in their own house not to make noise at 9am because you don't sleep during the week. I think that would be a you issue. And I know that sounds horrible, but I think it is. This is their home. Yes, you're paying rent, but this is 9am on the weekend. You can't expect them to just be quiet and sneaking around the house all the time. I don't think anyway. I think it just requires adult conversation. So yes, I'm going to turn it around again and go for an everyone sucks here just because of that. <laughs> and we'll start off with OKLK saying everyone sucks here or will suck if you go down that path. Retaliating to her complaints in the way you suggest is just going to kick off a big argument about how you perceive she perceives you as a future parent. It doesn't help anyone. The adult thing to do is sit down and have a calm, rational discussion about, you can, about how you can all live harmoniously together in her house. Remember, you are a guest in her house. She has welcomed you in and there will need to be adjustments made by all of you. She's probably never had to worry about how loudly she does things in her own home until now, so go easy. Focus on the real issue here, how you live together. Do not make escalation your go-to tactic when drama is brewing, unless you want to be miserable at home until you can get a place of your own. And Squirrels at Evil says, not the arsehole, I would tell her that you agree with what she's saying. And because of that, you and your boyfriend have decided that you shouldn't have children. Tell her she has convinced you and that you and boyfriend would not be good parents. Thank you kindly for the awards. And Forensic Cactus says, not the arsehole, but don't think saying that will stop her. She might just get more persistent. And RB1327 says, you would be the arsehole. You seriously want to start a fight over a hypothetical future situation just to get back at her for being loud in her own house after you've been living there and probably also been getting on her nerves for a year. Focus on moving out in May instead of being petty. You have years ahead of you to fight with your potential mother-in-law. And White Wolf Wolf says, not the arsehole. She sounds like she has taken the fact that you live with her to criticize you. It's a trope at this point to let people move in just to be a dick about how you don't approve of what they do. If you want to have kids, not have kids or force feed them chicken nuggets, it's up to you. Parenting is open-ended. And if someone knew the right way to raise a kid, the instruction manual would be standard issue at the hospital. She sounds bitter, like she doesn't approve of you. So just ignore her and just do what you need to do to keep the peace until you leave. Let your boyfriend handle the mother-in-law. You worry about him and yourself. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my girlfriend to grow up? 
Me, 23 male, and my girlfriend, 27 female, have been together for about five years. Four, but literally a week from five. And three years into the relationship, we had a child. For context, he wasn't a planned child by any means, as we had taken birth control measures. Early on, I wore protection, and then she started taking birth control. Neither of us know how the child happened, but we accepted that it happened and moved on. I finished up the last little bit of college I had and found a job before the baby arrived. She stopped working as my income was now enough and stays home with the baby as we discussed that was what would be best. In the following years since the birth of my son, my girlfriend has grown increasingly more intolerant. At first she was elated, wanted to show him off and was happy to deal with everything. Then it grew to her being annoyed by small things. She wanted me to change every diaper. We split them once I'm home and during days off and was annoyed by everything our son did. Flash forward now, and contrary to the saying terrible twos, he tends to be very well behaved. He doesn't cry that much, he adapted to potty training quickly, and well, he doesn't really fuss. My girlfriend has been going out a lot. I don't have a problem with it because everyone needs time to have fun and relax. This night was a night she went out. A few nights ago, my son came to my side of the bed. He woke me up and told me that he peed in his sleep. I told him it was okay. I woke up my girlfriend and told her and asked her to clean him up quickly while I went and cleaned it. She took a minute to wake up, so I went ahead and left to go and clean it up. In the middle of it, I heard her screaming at our son. I go in there and ask her why she's screaming at him and she responds that it's because he peed the bed. I told her he's two and that accidents happen. There shouldn't be a moment to scold him and scream. She said that since I could be better, I should do it. So I helped him get cleaned up and then cleaned up his room. And by that time, he fell asleep on the couch. I covered him up and went back to my room. When I got back is when the argument started. I told her that I shouldn't have to handle that alone because she can't control her anger. She told me that since I was such a good parent, I should quit my job and stay at home and she should go to work since she's so horrible. She went on about this for five minutes before telling me she regrets having our son. A little shocked, I told her she didn't have a way of finding a job capable of supporting us and that she proposed the idea of staying at home when he was born. I told her she needed to grow up because the way she was acting will be something he remembers. Ever since, we've barely spoke and now I'm wondering if I took it too far. And we'll start straight away with Redditor saying, I think rather than posting on Reddit about this one argument, you need to see the bigger picture. Your girlfriend is struggling and is clearly not coping well as a stay-at-home mum. You two need to figure this out, perhaps need some therapy to work through her anger towards her son. Could well be postpartum depression. Perhaps you two need to find a way for her to return to work. This is much bigger than one late night argument and it needs resolving ASAP. And Jessica Jones too says not the arsehole, but I think there may be different things involved. Your girlfriend may be regretting the lost years of being pregnant plus having a child. Perhaps she wants to pursue a career. Can you afford to send your kid to daycare center if she looks for a job? Maybe she's looking to find her identity and not just as a mother. It may be a bunch of things. I'd suggest talking about it and what you both want, what you're both able to do given the circumstances and what you'll both need to negotiate, give up because you both decided to have a child. And I know it's a moot comment, but congrats on being pretty grounded and growing up so quickly. Not every guy I know would have reacted like you did. And Diagnosed Wolf says, um, PPD can appear up to two years after the birth of a child. I don't think this is an asshole question. I think that your girlfriend needs a doctor. She is literally saying the trademark PPD spiel right now, especially if she was excited to be a mother before now. I think you need to prioritize getting her to a doctor. Treat this seriously as an urgent condition that needs attention right away. Take sick leave from work if you have to and consider finding alternate care for your son until you can get her into a GP. 
And Vin Coog says, this is beyond being the arsehole or not. You guys, your girlfriend in particular, need to be in family therapy. She's clearly bitter about having your son, and I don't see how this gets better without therapy. And in truth, if she doesn't agree to it, then you need to consider breaking up with her and getting full custody of your son in order, in order to protect him. And one more from Disaster Molly saying, everyone sucks here. Your reply was useless and incendiary. Her screaming at a toddler is useless and abusive. You'll need therapy and some daycare to start. Women are deeply shamed for not adoring being around a screaming, vomiting, shitting, helpless human all day. It's exhausting. I truly believe she needs a break. Daycare should help. A job might too. Maybe school. Society expects women's lives to revolve around their children, but society's expectations are ridiculous, ancient, useless bullshit. So you, less flippant with your responses because you're adding to the problem. Her, no more yelling at a baby, goddammit. Both of you get into therapy, kid into daycare. Best wishes to you all. Absolutely. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation and what do you think of it? What do you think's going on here? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from Am I the Arsehole Birthday Cake? Am I the Arsehole for throwing out a birthday cake that was made for me? Last week was my 17th female and my twin brother's birthday. Our family wanted to throw us a small party and we thought it would be a great idea since we've hardly gone to see anyone in our extended family for the last year. I was particularly excited because our aunt owns a bakery and makes the most delicious cakes and I wasn't able to get one last year. The day of the party comes and my family members arrive. My aunt comes up to me and my brother with their daughter. Avery, nine female in tow. Both my aunt and Avery have a small box in their hands and Avery is absolutely beaming. My aunt says, here are your cakes, I hope you like them. And Avery immediately chimes in and I made yours OP. When my brother opens his box, there's the world's most beautiful white chocolate cake. Absolutely supreme work by my aunt. It's even got raspberry filling. My brother's favorite, I couldn't wait to see mine. Needless to say, when I opened my box, I was quite disappointed. When Avery said that she made the cake, she meant it. I don't think my aunt had any involvement with the cake at all, and it showed. The cake was lopsided, the icing noticeably uneven, and looked like it was decorated by a blind and or drunk monkey that had access to sprinkles. To be nice, I took a bite, lemon flavor, which I detest. Even if it were a flavor that I liked, it was dry and could barely qualify as edible. I set it aside, hugged and thanked my cousin for the cake, and continued with the party despite my disappointment. After the party was over, my aunt and mum were talking on the phone and my aunt asked to speak with me. She asked me what did I think about the cake and I was brutally honest. I told my aunt that I couldn't eat the cake and had to throw it out and that I wish she had made a cake for both my brother and I and just let Avery have her little side project. Unfortunately, my aunt had put me on speakerphone so that my cousin could hear my answer and I gave her the worst answer possible. Now Avery doesn't want to talk to me anymore and my aunt and mum are upset with me. My brother called me an ass and said I should have just said I liked the cake, but how was I supposed to know my aunt would put me on speakerphone like that? Was I the arsehole Reddit? And there is an edit which says, Hi everyone, I appreciate all your comments, but I feel like some of you guys are being way too hard on my aunt. If there was any favoritism going on here, it would be from my cousin. I'm her only female cousin and I'm always down to do little girl stuff with her like tea parties and doing each other's hair. I really think that Avery just wanted my cake to be truly from her more than my aunt thinking that my brother is some sort of golden child. Also, my aunt's bacon is the real deal. Her bakery has been on TV before, so one of those personal cakes is a legitimate gift on its own. She always makes them for family and close friends for birthdays and anniversaries and other events. 
Now this is a tough one for me because all I can see is like my nieces and nephews and I can see them handing me a cake and you know, it's gonna be a complete mess and it might taste like crap too, but the love that's gone into that, there's no way I could say anything bad about that cake to anyone in my family. Anyone that asked me, I'd be saying, that's from the heart and I absolutely love that. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but when I see like my niece, nephew, give me a picture, one of them gave me a, one of them gave me like a picture the other day on a canvas of an Among Us character. And oh my God, the effort that they put into that. And I love it to bits, you know, you can just see the thought, time and love that's gone into that. And that's, that's what means the most to me, you know? So it's not about the, the taste of the cake or anything like that. It's just the love that goes into it. And I think any family member that was to ask me about it, I would say, yeah, I absolutely love it. I love it to bits. And I know we could go down the route about being on speakerphone or that sort of thing. And I think aunt is an ass for doing that because she kind of set OP up knowing that there could be an alternative answer here. But I'm going to go for a potentially controversial you're the arsehole simply because from what I said previously, and I know it's cheesy, but hey, I'm a cheesy guy. But Smilovin says, not the arsehole, your aunt is the arse for putting you on speakerphone without giving you a warning that your cousin was listening in. You weren't deliberately hurtful. An aromatic ice says, not the arsehole, your aunt should have one, not given cakes of such unequal quality, two, not put you on speakerphone without at least warning you, three, had Avery help make both cakes, rather than let her do one on her own. And Lucifer says, not the arsehole, you were not given equal treatment as your twin brother, and your aunt is the arsehole for having you on speakerphone without your consent. And Dracon's pride says, everyone sucks here. You are not the A for quietly throwing out the cake, but you sure are for what you said to your aunt. If she is calling you to ask about the cake, then it is either because she is excited to share a passion with her daughter or because she is planning on passing along your feedback. You had no way of knowing you were on speakerphone, but there was no reason to say what you said. For future, any of the following would have been acceptable. I wish you had given me a heads up. I appreciate the effort. It must have taken her some time to complete. The sprinkles were cute. And geez, nobody owes your family a white chocolate cake with raspberry filling, much less two of them. Your aunt sucks for not giving you a heads up. What she really should have done was make one larger cake enough for the whole family and then text you ahead of time to let her daughter have her moment. What she also should have done is said, you're on speakerphone, tell Avery what you thought of the cake. She is not the A for getting her daughter involved or not helping more to make the finished cake more palatable. As other commenters have said, this kid is nine. She is learning a new passion or was learning before her confidence was crushed. Apologize to your niece and your aunt or guaranteed you're never seeing another one of her cakes. And OKSmell8260 says, you're the arsehole, that cake was made with love. What possible benefit would anyone have got from your unvarnished opinions? Even if you hadn't been on speakerphone. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out of your day to be here. It absolutely means the world. Thank you so much for everything you're doing for me just recently. I, I see the same, as I say every time, I see the same people here every day commenting, showing love to one another too. It's absolutely incredible. Keep being yourselves. You are amazing. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Have 
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 